Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to the Unsanitary Pod Sauce. My name is Tim Rose, and I'll be accompanied by my co-host, Michael Reichert. Now, everybody has spoken, and I have listened. You don't want to hear professional Tim Rose talking about wrestling as a host of a podcast. You want to hear sarcastic Avery. And so starting next week with my special guest, King Curvin, that's what I'm going to give you. We're going to give you a top five list about the WWE. It's going to be sarcastic. It's going to be funny, and it's going to be entertaining, and I hope you tune in next week. As for right now, we're going to be continuing the conversation from last week with Caleb from the SMC podcast about entitlement. We're going to be talking about Roman Reigns, Jinder Mahal, and the actual backstage feud between Raw and SmackDown. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and stay tuned for a new format starting next week. subject now we're going to reverse it from people that we love to people that we hate with gender mahal okay so people genuinely don't like gender mahal what are your thoughts on that situation um it's certainly like i've i've made my my points clear on it before like i'm not a big fan of the guy uh we've discussed this at length before although the audio didn't get captured um you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of hot shot pushes or whatever. Um, I'm starting to resist him a little bit less, mostly because, uh, you know, I see like, oh, he might have the title to WrestleMania. Whatever. I, I can deal with that. That's cool, I guess. But at the same time, like, and I've told you this before, I've made it clear. I am a worker. I'm an in-ring, guy, uh, in-ring fan, to be honest with you. That's where... Most of my priorities go as a wrestling fan, and you know he certainly doesn't pass that test. To be honest with you, I think his he doesn't. his promos actually his his promos have gotten better. That's for sure. You know, um, he's very stiff in his promos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes his delivery's a little off, but you know I'm not going to harp on that. Um, so, I mean, I'm not big on Jinder Mahal. I don't know, you know exactly what your opinion is of him. I know you defend him quite a bit, but I, I you know, I don't know. Do you genuinely like the, the performer, the character, you know, what have you? So I, I, I just do. Clarify I, that? I like Jinder Mahal. I like this new repackage they've gone through. And, and, but I will say, you know, also, I, I agree with you. His promos, when he's, when he does his angry voice and he's really into it, that's a good promo. But before he does that, it's robotic and boring. But... Everything he does is terrible, and that's that's the point. He's the bad guy. We're not supposed to like him. We're supposed to like the good guy. And the problem is on SmackDown, they've repackaged that show so many times, there is no top guy on SmackDown. <laughs> you know, they tried to make it uh, Nakamura. It just didn't happen. That was, that, was too, that was too soon. They tried AJ Styles, and for some reason, management didn't like it. They, they pushed him back down. I don't understand what yeah. happened. Uh, he was the top guy. Like, they, they actually, you know, AJ Styles said, this is my house, something like that, right? Uh, it's the uh, house that AJ Styles built. Yeah. yeah. And that, he yeah. was the top guy. Now, I remember him. he's not. Kevin Owens, uh, obviously, uh, was a heel at the time, um, was supposed to be a top guy, treated like a top guy. In fact, he's even treated like a top guy now. But he's yeah. not a top guy. 
It, it, so it, it's weird. The only people that are top guys is Jinder Mahal, but most people look at Jinder Mahal like he's mid-card. So there is no top guy. And I feel like that's why people hate Jinder Mahal the most. Because if Jinder Mahal did the same character, the same promos, but didn't have the title, and a top babyface did, nobody would have any complaints. I guarantee it. Nobody would care anymore. It would just be another Rusev situation. But Jinder Mahal, I feel like, has more charisma than Rusev. Only because Jinder Mahal is packaged so much. Not, not the person. But Jinder Mahal has been given a gimmick, a cool intro lackeys he's been given the full, yeah. the full package so he yeah. is the heel and he's not supposed to sell the tickets the baby faces you want to find somebody that you want to win but there is nobody and that's the WWE's fault they have made it gender mahal boring and a lot of it is because they're trying to keep him the baby face in india okay so this is the thing gender mahal is a heel in america baby face in india so his matches end the same way, because there is no other creative way to do it. He wins by cheating. Now, you know, over in India, they cut out the cheating part. Jinder Mahal's winning fair and square in India. I guarantee <laughs> it. Guarantee it. They also, <clears throat> if you listen to his promos, one of the reasons why they're so boring and monotonous is because he has to be careful what he says. Because he has to make a point that America doesn't like him. India loves him. So he, he can't really trash everybody and everything because he's still a baby face in another country. It's the most fucked That's up very situation. Yeah. It is. And there's no top baby face. So it makes the whole situation bizarre. And I can see why people don't like gender because it's not necessarily that gender is boring himself. He has nothing to do. <laughs> they have they have um hold on, I'm sorry. I didn't see this before. No wonder. They have pushed pushed themselves against the wall in this situation because they had AJ Styles on top. They lowered that. And I feel like AJ Styles is going to eventually be the one that beats them because they really teased that on SmackDown. Um, They pushed uh, Nakamura. Same ending. The Singh brothers came in, interfered. Gender wins. Now the good guy, like Nakamura, um, who was it before Nakamura? It was Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Run through the Singh brothers, the lackeys. Okay? So now, <laughs> to us, that's the good guy getting his comeuppance. Like, he, or um, his payback. He's, he's winning. To India, that's the bad guy attacking these defenseless pieces of crap <laughs> that are, that are uh, you know, Indians. So, they, <laughs> so, it's, it's, it's so, and, and then again, they did it with Nakamura. It's so backwards. I'm ready for it to be over because I'm ready to see what Jinder Mahal can really do outside of this cage that they put him in where it's that like seems, you can seems... be a heel but also you gotta be that baby face. So his matches end boring. His promos are just so backwards and confusing. Like we know he's a heel. We know he's being portrayed as this baby face in India. And that just makes it so much more bizarre because we see what they're doing. And it's just like, this is not interesting to us. I don't even know if it's interesting in India. I, I heard that they actually dropped subscribers in India. Is that true? I don't I mean, I don't know. Uh, that has not been confirmed, oh, no. Okay. Like, that had been confirmed by some less than reputable sources before, but sources that are more reputable have said, you know, there's no, like, 
consist there's no there's no numbers to support you know either theory that Jinder Mahal in India is a success or Jinder Mahal in India is a failure you know there's just a bunch of inconsistencies there and uh, real quick my like least favorite thing about the Jinder Mahal like the whole character the feuds he's been in is it takes us back to a time you know whether it's you know the 70s 80s what have you where in America oh it's evil foreigner against oh uh, you know in the Orton case, uh, white bread American babyface, you know, mm-hmm. and that's like we're so far past that, you know, wrestling itself, I think, you know, maybe should be so far past that by now, evolved beyond that. But, you know, they go back to that well. And you notice, like, if you're watching SmackDown during the summer, like three, uh, yeah, your three, like, top heels on SmackDown, Rusev, um, Kevin Owens, and Jinder Mahal, they all kind of had the same gimmick. Mm-hmm. They were all just angry foreigner, and so that like that it, shows it a little weird that they repackage Kevin Owens as an angry foreigner. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> really weird. <laughs> yeah, because like even like Jinder Mahal, I get it. Like in WWE, he'd never really had a big gimmick before, and they repackage him. Okay, angry foreigner. Okay, I understand. But Kevin Owens already had a gimmick that was so much better, and so like I. I I don't know. And they it keep calling him me. the prize fighter. They should just stop doing that. He's not a prize fighter. He hasn't been since he came to WWE. NXT, yeah. They really they really protected that gimmick in NXT. When he came to Raw, they kept calling him the prize fighter, but he fought no matter what match it was, and it wasn't ever for a title. So it really made, <laughs> yeah. They just don't know what to do with Kevin Owens. Like They know they have something with Kevin Owens, and they can't figure out what it is. So... Okay, so to the actual point, we're off on a tangent here. The fans don't yeah. like Jinder Mahal. The WWE is pushing it hard. It's not having the same effect as Roman Reigns. The, the harder they push Jinder Mahal, he's just not getting over. Do you think that it's because of the situation that I described that there's no top babyface? Or do you think that Jinder Mahal really is just that bad? Like, could you see Jinder Mahal being the top heel against a top babyface like, let's say, John Cena? I was going to say, uh, I think it's a hybrid of both, to be honest with you. I think, you know, Jinder Mahal is only going to get to a certain level as a heel um, in terms of whether it be believability or, or what have you. But, you know, if you – SmackDown, like, to your point, does not really have a top baby face. The closest they have to a top baby face or a face that runs the place is AJ Styles. <laughs> so the face I would say a little bit of – again, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, and a lot of people here recently, and I, I don't, I don't, I do follow you on Twitter. I'm not sure if you're one of them, have been blaming the failure of Jinder Mahal on the ratings drop. However, if you look at the ratings, it's pretty stagnant. It's, it's. I think it's like a 2.4, was a 2.5, and everyone's like, well, this is a clear indication that the Jinder Mahal experiment didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, they'll pop like yeah. a 2.6 next week. They actually had the Shield reunion. Ratings dropped. Like it literally has nothing to do with who's involved. Oh yeah, we had it. Yeah, we had a conversation about this. Where yeah, you had mentioned whether or not I thought gender was responsible for at all for the bad ratings, and obviously I do. But in the same situation where the Shield did not help ratings, it's just to the point now where we're just catering to wrestling fans. 
So when the shield came back, nobody outside that bubble cared. <laughs> nobody cared, right? It didn't bring in people. The same people were watching. In fact, the same people, some of them left because they weren't watching. But they'll be back next week. And I think that's yeah. the problem. I feel like the last time the WWE did something to attract a new audience was when Roman Reigns backed up that truck into the ambulance. I feel like that's the last time they tried to do something where I could like I could be like Michael, you have to see this. Somebody slammed the truck. I was going to say that sounds exciting. Yeah, and, and, and they had like pry open the. It was Braun Strowman, so they had like pry it open. Once it gets out, he's like crawling on his hands, like they he was he was resisting help. It was it was pretty yeah. cool, but then like the next week, Braun Strowman was Braun Strowman. Nothing happened. I couldn't. I wouldn't be like, watch this, Michael. He comes out and he hits a clothesline, like you know. <laughs> and then it just—it it feels like the WWE is not trying to bring in new people. They're just catering to the same people. So if Jinder Mahal hurt ratings by point one, <laughs> you know, I feel like we're okay, and that's not really his fault. I mean, if we blame him, we got to blame the Shield. Then we know they're top draws. We know that they're over. As we discussed with Roman Reigns, he is over to the point where if he's gone to pay-per-view, they had to replace him with a legend. But it did not help ratings. So, <laughs> you know, the, the bubble is is there, and it doesn't matter if we want someone or not. It doesn't hurt or help ratings. They're stagnant because the WWE does not cater to the outside audience. I also believe that that's why entrances are being pushed as a gimmick now. You know, Demon Balor comes out with this great entrance. Nakamura's entrance is really being pushed as great. And I feel like that's because I can be like, Michael, watch this really cool entrance. You're, you're going to be blown away by this. I always thought AJ Styles' entrance was cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like that's why they do that. Because that is a mainstream thing. I can show people an entrance. The problem is that once they get in the ring, yeah, then it's I like, shut it off. Ugh. Because that is, once again, they're just catering to the the people that are already watching, the diehard fans that are already watching. Like, you don't have to, you didn't have to bring back the Shield because the diehard fans were already watching. That wasn't a mainstream thing. They could have made it a mainstream thing. The Shield was fantastic when they first came out. Yeah, I thought they were cool. When they would just come out and randomly just beat the shit out of somebody. You never knew why, but it didn't matter because they were the Shield. But they're not doing that right now. They're the baby faces. They're just a big nostalgia act. It sucks. And it's just catering to the wrestling fans. They could have done something similar to Roman Reigns backing that truck up into the ambulance as the shield, and I would happily be like, Michael, you got to watch this. But they didn't. They came out, they did a promo, that was it. And that's why ratings will never go up or down, regardless of who's champion. Because people are going to watch it, or they're not going to watch it. It doesn't matter, because the same people will be back the next week. Except me. Yeah, if I don't watch it on Monday... I'll be back next Monday. <laughs> so, you know, if it's a 2.4, it'll be a 2.5 by next week. Now, I will say that ratings are gradually yeah. going down, but they do every winter. This is their off season. Ratings go down. It doesn't matter. AJ Styles could be champion right now. Ratings would go down. That's just what happens in the winter, the hmm. fall to winter. I never knew that. Yeah, and then, well, hmm. it's because it's post-WrestleMania season, so <laughs> nothing happens. Nothing well, really happens. That's well, why yeah, they got back the it, shield. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's post it's post WrestleMania season, and on Mondays you have football. This isn't me making excuses for them, but on Mondays you have Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. and on Tuesdays most of the time you have some type of big NBA game as well. Yep. Like if you saw the lineup that uh, that SmackDown was going up against, you would have known like from Jump Street, like 
ratings are going to be fucking terrible. Because <laughs> they had to go up against um, the NLCS, the ALCS, and opening night of NBA as well. Wow, to awesome. the point I where, like... I, I feel like it's sports and probably... I'm sorry, but I think also fall shows that people like. They yeah, well, yeah. That there's too many shows to binge-watch binge right now. <laughs> yeah, fall, the new season of show started. People are binge-watching on Hulu and Netflix. It's going to hurt the WWE. And it always has, and it'll continue to. And it's not who's champion; it's just what happens. You know that the ratings will drop no matter what. So again, to the point: Did the fans get what they want? No, WWE kept pushing it, and ratings stayed the exact same. So yes, um, people will go on Twitter, will go on Facebook, and they'll complain, and they'll say, "Gender's not who we want. Roman Reigns is not who we want." But they'll keep watching. Ratings will be the same. They didn't get what they wanted, no matter what. The only exception to that, I would say, is the Daniel Bryan situation. However, as we discussed earlier, it was a mixture of both. They got what they wanted only because they booed the crap out of Batista and Orton. That's why they got what they wanted. because Not because they were chanting, but because they were booing other people like you're supposed to do. Not, you know, whining and crying because you didn't get what you wanted the first time. Which is what tends to happen. So, that, I, I, that, yeah, that does tend to happen. Um, I was going to say to your point, I actually agree with you as far as like, gender is not the reason ratings aren't, you know, whatever. Gender is not the reason SmackDown attendance is piss poor at times. This week it was actually pretty good, but the past few weeks have been piss poor. Uh, to your point, the biggest reason these ratings have been stagnant, the biggest reason that attendance has been piss poor is because they, like, the show that they write, the show they present to you, does not, like, you to, to your point, does not attract new viewers. So, yeah, we agree entirely. Yep. And I don't know if you know this. You probably do. You're more into the know than I am. But there's actually an inner feud going on. The, the, it's legit. Stephanie on Raw, Shane on SmackDown. That was legit. Shane yeah. was entirely in charge of SmackDown. That's why AJ Styles was on top. That's why Baron Corbin was on top. It was being booked fantastic, I, in my opinion. Somebody in management decided it wasn't. That wasn't what they wanted. That wasn't the field they wanted. And in the end, Stephanie and Triple H won. And they repackaged SmackDown. And I feel like that's why attendance is bad. Because once they repackaged SmackDown and brought in Road Dog as the writer, you know, love love Road Dog, great guy and everything, talks to me every now and then on Twitter. But he 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 the, his writing is not good. It's not compelling. Let me let me say that. It's not compelling. So that's a big reason as to why SmackDown's attendance and ratings are bad, is because they repackaged it without a top baby face. They removed AJ Styles. They added nobody. They're trying out Nakamura. That's fine. They threw Randy Orton in there. Time to retire anyway. You know, it, it's... It, it, yeah. Absolutely. So, all right. Do you have anything else to say on the situation? Um, no. Uh, I'll reiterate, not a gender guy, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just like, and, and again, I know everyone says that we're, like you said, we're past the foreigner stage. But, I mean, the truth is, biologically, we'll never be past that stage. Like, we should be PC about it. That's the way that we're trying to go. But biologically, everybody grows up being uh, against people they don't recognize. That's true. Yeah. And you grow up 
Pledge of Allegiance. You grow up, there's the flag, oh, half-mast, someone died, you know, God bless America. And then when you're watching wrestling and there's a foreigner, it does still work. And I'm sure there's kids that absolutely hate that foreigner. Because we're, we're not, <laughs> we're not as a country past that. We like to believe that we are, but that's why when he says that something about America, people still boo. Mommy, I hate that foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> Why is his oh, skin man. so different? Why is his skin different? <laughs> <laughs> he talks. Oh my god! <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's never going to go away. It should. We all agree as a nation that it should, but that's going to take decades. It's not done yet. The foreigner gimmick still works, and you know that's unfortunate. But I personally like it. I just feel like he hasn't been allowed to use the aggression that I feel like he could easily be a Triple H. I feel like not the wrestling ability, but he could come out and just pummel the crap out of the top baby face. And I could see it like the dude's roided. Okay. He's buffed out his facial expressions when he gets mad and his nose flares. Like he got that puffy vein. Yeah, he does actually. Huh? And yes, and he got he got that nose flare, and I could just see it. He he's got some rage in him, and I could easily see him being like a, a really good heel. But we're never gonna see it until that India tour is done, and then we'll find out. We'll find out. Maybe he's in a flop. You know, we don't. We, I don't know yet. We'll find out. But hmm. until then, I just feel like the the, the gen- and there's so much going on on SmackDown. Like I will say, recently Gender had what two promos, but that's probably the most he's ever done on SmackDown. Usually it's one promo or one match, and then he's yeah. off the show. And people, you know, find something out. Like, there's plenty more to watch on SmackDown. Go find a game to watch for 15 minutes, come back. You know, but people will just shut off SmackDown altogether. It makes no sense to me, because it's that sense of entitlement. Like, I don't want him as champion. I'm not going to watch the whole show. <laughs> you know? I don't get what I want. I don't like yeah. this bad guy who I'm not supposed to like. I'm not watching. I'm not watching the whole show. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but the problem is you, that's where the that's where the story stops because we don't like him as a bad guy, and the problem is there's nobody to like as the good guy. So that, you know, yeah. if we don't like him, that's why we stop watching because that's where the line is. There is nobody on the other side of the line. <laughs> you know, like there's the heel, nothing. so you know that's why that's why it's so bad that's why nobody watches in my opinion in my opinion i could be wrong but i just feel like the issue with gender mahal is that they repackaged smackdown they forgot to have a baby face (laughs) what it seems like because there is no top baby face i mean am i wrong is there is there a guy who is believable enough to beat gender mahal other than AJ Styles, who I feel like they're holding off on. No. Yeah. No. That's the problem. Yeah. You you could have you honestly I think you could have put it on Nakamura, but they chose not to and you know the feud's over now. So and, but that ship, thing, as far as I'm concerned, that ship has sailed. But and here's the thing though, if they would have put it on Nakamura, nothing would have changed. Jinder Mahal would still have his promos all on Triple H, right? When Triple H wasn't champion, he still opened every raw. So nothing would change. It's just that Nakamura would have the title. Ratings would be the same. Yeah. I guarantee you nobody outside the circle of wrestling fans cared about Nakamura. And the, I think the WWE found that out. Something had to have happened where they decided that Nakamura was just not it. 
maybe his merchandise failed or something, but something happened where they're like, he's got some work to do. Which is also an indication. Okay. So, like, when Ginger won the title and everybody dropped out of the network, that was an indication that maybe Ginger wasn't working. But as weeks went on, people came back. I, I did see that in the, uh, the quarterly rates. People came back. They left and came back. So, you know, it's still, it's still an issue. And I, I feel like Nakamura was just not what they were looking for yet. Because like I said, when he comes out, and I think I have shown you the entrance, right? His WrestleMania entrance with yeah. the violinist and everything. Yep. So that was something I could show Michael. But I feel like in the end, whether or not he did that entrance with or without the title, it wouldn't have made a difference. Same entrance, I'd still be showing him. He still wouldn't watch the I'd match. I'd still shut it off. Yeah, he still wouldn't watch the match. <laughs> so, and I feel like that's how the casual fan is right now. I have my own preference of why I left, so... Yeah, and I, yeah. I feel like that's the casual fan right now. It's just, people are watching it and it's like, this is not what I used to watch. Oh, I feel like I was <laughs> yeah. a diehard, man. I yeah. just... And, and again, a lot of that is the Stephanie McMahon <laughs> and Triple H uh with the management going on right now mm. because there really is an inner thing and I, for some reason they took Shane's hand away from SmackDown I don't understand it I felt like Shane was doing a really good job that's, now that's when I thought I was going to come back because after I heard they brought him back I was like oh maybe things will change yeah. so I'm like okay they brought back that announcer loved that what was his name oh Mauro Ranallo yes brought him in made AJ Styles the top heel which I thought was fantastic Put Shane on TV, which I do get tired of the the authority figures or the McMahons for that matter. <laughs> um, everything was going great. Ryan Ward, Ryan Ward, excuse me, the NXT writer was moved to SmackDown. I, I feel yes. like he gets the business. I feel like he understands. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Somehow Stephanie McMahon won. SmackDown became Raw light, and it's back just not, to square one. It's just not gonna. Yeah, they're gonna have to do another shake up. We're gonna we're gonna shake things up it's again. It's time to shake things up again. Yeah, and they're gonna have to move somebody from Raw to SmackDown as a top babyface. Ooh, it'll be a member of the Shield guarantee because they're gonna eventually drop the Shield gimmick. Um, I'm talking weeks, months down the road. I'm not talking about right now. Yeah, but, no, I understand. But like you say that, and like they had Ambrose as their top babyface, and then they sent him to Raw. So I'm just kind of Ward though. Right, so they're going to bring... Same thing with, like, AJ Styles. They kept him, and he's still a top contender, but they've clearly shoved him down the ladder a little bit. So they A little bring, bit, yeah. They could bring Ambrose back, although I, I did hear that Ambrose has proven to not sell tickets. So, I don't know. <laughs> Seth Rollins, same situation. I feel like they, they restarted the Shield um, because people genuinely just didn't want the three of them. <laughs> so they threw them together because people did want the Shield. They people are getting tired of Seth Rollins and his loud, squeaky voice. They're getting tired of Ambrose, whose promos I don't quite understand. But like, I feel like he's a member of Nirvana. Like, he's just like is like really cool about like, yeah, yeah I got a few going on. Like, yeah, I think I totally hate the guy or something. I don't know. But like, and that got old pretty quick because he was no selling every promo. Every time he would come out and like really bash him, he'd be like. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like, it's like, you yeah, know, I, I, like that's why he didn't sell tickets. Because the Ambrose from the indie scene, who did that same stuff but had an edge to him, is not that same Ambrose they had on SmackDown. But Yeah. I, yeah it was just, yeah. That was under Ryan Ward. And, and I liked his writing. I liked the way they booked Ambrose. It's just that it failed. That's all it is. 
Yeah, for sure, man. Um, like, and for some reason, like, we haven't seen a heel Ambrose since the Shield. Like, I've seen some of those heel Dean Ambrose indie promos before, and they are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did kind of go through a slight heel phase on SmackDown. Oh, that's the other thing is, uh, what's his name? He's with Carmella now. Ellsworth. Yes. He, the guy, I don't know what happened, surgery, cancer, something. He got, like, his chin removed, so he has literally no chin. It's like a cartoon figure from Hey Arnold. It's terrible. <laughs> but he was thrown to the main event, and Ambrose ended up giving him the dirty deeds quite a few times and just kicking him around a lot. It was very heelish. I think we were supposed to cheer Ambrose, but nobody did. People thought it was kind of a dick move. And he did, they did that for weeks, where he just kind of like, well, shit all like, over Dolio's guy. <laughs> it's weird because, like, in 2016, James Ellsworth turned heel on the finish of a pay per view main event, mm-hmm. which to me is just insane. Like in the first place, like here's this 150 pound guy without a chin and a weird like blonde strip of hair. Let's have him. Ruin the finish of a like you know be yeah that was the big be prevalent heel. in the finish of a main event heel yeah <laughs> yeah it's funny though because this finisher is called the no chin music <laughs> <laughs> that's funny no chin music it, it's terrible yeah. I hate looking at him I'm, I'm I hate to be that offensive but I hate looking at him I don't find him funny I find him to be too awkward like I was talking about how I like Sami Zayn's social awkwardness gimmick is going on right now he has it too. And it's not fun. It's not funny. Yeah. It's annoying. Um, so I am I was so done with him. I'm glad that he got pushed down to the Divas division because I'm done with him. But other than that, the writing for SmackDown was really good under Ryan Ward, I feel like. Definitely. So I, I, sure, yeah. And there's just no top baby face. I, I, I feel like that's what it is. SmackDown will never be good until there's a top baby face. And they, they just can't seem to get somebody with momentum. It's weird because they pushed Roman Reigns so hard. But they can't do it with somebody else. But, like I said, Roman Reigns just passes the eye test. And there's nobody... You know, Kevin Owens is not going to pass that test anytime soon. No, no. I don't think so. I'm not going to have his poster above my bed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, hey, I want to thank you for actually doing this with us. I know it's pretty late for you. And I appreciate all your input on everything. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Uh, Can I plug some shit real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so for those of you listening, you can follow me at SMC underscore Cal B. I am on a podcast called the SMC Wrestling Podcast. You can follow that at the SMC Pod. And uh, follow our host, Social Suplex, at Social Suplex. And uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Social Suplex Podcast Network. And uh, that's all the plugs I got for tonight. Awesome, fantastic, and thank you for joining us. Yeah, it was good meeting you, man. Yeah, good to meet you too, Michael. You guys have a good one. You too. Once again, we want to thank Caleb from the SMC Podcast for being a part of this week's episode. On next week's show, we're going to have King Kervin, a.k.a. Kevin, also from the SMC Podcast. That's right. What better way to start our new 
humorous format than having the king of dry sarcasm himself, me. Also, King Curvin will be there. And we'll see you guys next week on the Unsanitary Pod Sauce.